some of the work that I've done with uh, charitable organisations over the years, um, there's sometimes a concept, a concept of two customers, the funding customers, I guess, you know, people that are making donations and raising funding, um, and then the, the recipients of that funding um, at, that, at the end. So in, in your world, I guess, a lot of the time it's been animals. Um, so how do you, have you found that and how do you balance it? Because um, those two don't necessarily, uh, you, know, you talked about passion there, and those two don't necessarily always complement each other, I assume. No, and it, and it can be. So it's a constant rubbing point at times. And one that I think anyone who's worked in the, the not-for-profit or the profit-for-purpose sector, you're always trying to balance those two two areas. And it's interesting because, yes, I mean, the majority of my charity career has been in the animal welfare um, area. And the thing is, yes, you are helping those animals. But of course, when you help animals, you're also helping people as well. And what I quickly learned is that actually the animals were the easy part. <laughs> Sometimes getting okay. right with the people is, is, is much more challenging. But you, you made a very interesting point there about the funding. And of course, you know, no charity can do the work it needs to do without having the funds to do it. And I think sometimes mm-hmm. what can be challenging from charities is explaining the resources they have to put into that fundraising to generate those funds to allow them to do the work that they do. And to do that is becoming increasingly professional. It's, and I don't like to use this word, but it's true, it's becoming increasingly competitive as well. So getting the right people to help you to achieve those funds, to fulfill your purpose, can be quite challenging. And also, of course, the actual resources that you've got to put into that fundraising can sometimes be quite challenging to explain because... It's often been said to me during my time in the charity mm-hmm. sector, first of all, why are you being paid a salary? Or why are you being, why are you being paid the salary you are? Well, at the end of the day, you need mm-hmm. professional people with the right skills because obviously the charity, charities can work to two regulators. They can work to, um, obviously, very much on the, on the commercial side to companies' office, but also they're working to make sure that they are compliant with everything that the Charity Commission says as well. So these can be quite complex organizations <laughs> to actually lead and, and, and to run. So getting that balance right between we have to put the right resource into generating those funds, but then demonstrating that you are getting the maximum value for, from those funds for your charitable purpose. Sometimes um, it can be an uneasy balance, particularly when some of the tabloid press decide to take a pop at charities uh, and indeed charity structures, which happens on a cyclical basis. And sometimes I feel that, if I'm totally blunt, that charities have been too reticent to actually explain um, the complexity of the organisations. And sometimes it is unrealistic to expect that every pound that you give to an organisation, that every penny of that pound is going to go directly to the beneficiaries at the other end because there is a structure, there is an organisation to fund to allow us to do that.